welcome to the Travel Possibilities Podcast. I'm your host, Callie O'Connor. I've gone from career burnout to taking multiple career breaks, scoring several remote jobs, and even starting my own business while traveling to over 80 countries. The one thing that held me back from starting sooner is that I didn't believe it was possible for me. I wasn't aware that travel could become part of my lifestyle. Through this podcast, I'm so excited to share with you the travel possibilities that are out there for you. In season one, we're talking all about career breaks. Let's get started. My guest today is Robin Finney. For many years, Robin had a work to travel mentality. She would work, save money and time off, and take two to three weeks off at a time for epic trips all around the world. Every time she'd get back from a trip, she'd have that sense of dread knowing she wouldn't be able to travel again for nearly another year. She liked her company and her team, but she knew there was more out there for her, ultimately quitting her 11-year career in 2018. Robin's story truly demonstrates the power of trust. She set out on her trip on a one-way ticket, never having a plan of where she was going or how to earn money. She didn't save up all the money she'd need in advance. She trusted that it would continue to align as long as she followed her heart. And ultimately she ended up launching her own business. I can't wait to share this episode with you. So let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Travel Possibilities podcast. I'm your host, Callie O'Connor, and I'm here with a very special guest today that I'm so excited to talk about. Again, we are talking about quitting that job to go travel the world and all the possibilities that come on the other side of it. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you guys to Robin Finney, and I'm going to let Robin introduce herself a little bit because I know she can do a much better job than I can. So Robin, thank you so much for being here. Before we dive in, do you want to just Tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Callie. I'm so excited to be here. Um, my name is Robin Finney, and I'm an intuitive authenticity experience guide, an Oracle um, retreat leader, international model and speaker, writer, kind of have, I wear a lot of hats and I'm the founder of my company, Wandering Ant, that's A-U-N-T. And my whole mission is to inspire others to become comfortable with the uncomfortable through travel. So like stepping out into the unknown through travel. I love it. That is so aligned with what we talk about here on this podcast and what I'm doing as well. So I'm so glad you're here. And so let's date back to when you had a, I'm doing air quotes, normal job. (laughs) Um, describe yourself a little bit and what your job was and kind of how you felt before you decided to move forward and go out on your own. Yeah. So I was in the apartment industry or multifamily for those who are a little more, uh, familiar with it for 11 years. It was my first job out of college and I took on a leasing role, leasing apartments. And then I just stayed with the company and kept moving my way up and had moved up to a corporate communications and marketing role. So was in marketing, public relations, communications, kind of wearing a lot of hats in that realm. And ever since when I was in college, I studied abroad and I had a couple girlfriends from college that we 
afterwards, we would just pick a place every year and go travel. And so I kind of had like a work to travel mentality. And every time I'd go on a trip, I was just like lit up. So excited. I would save my vacation time so that I could like take two to three weeks off at a time. But because of that, I'd come back and then I'd have to work like another, you know, 10 to 12 months before I could take more time off. And I would kind of get burned out in the process. Um, and so I finally just reached a point in 2017 where I was like, I want to do this full time. It's like, I knew for, I knew for a long time that I wanted to, but it was that fear of like that next step and admitting that I wanted to do it. So it was a journey. Totally. It's cause it's not typical. You don't hear about a bunch of people doing this. So it feels really scary. And you bring up such a good point. Like, yes, you can save your vacation and do a long trip, but then the time you have to wait until that next trip comes around. Ugh. So, <laughs> so you finally made it happen in 2017. What, like, why was that the point that you decided to make a change? What led up to that? Yeah. So I was in, in 2017, I was on a meditation retreat in Guatemala and the very first day we were there in meditation, I got a clear message that said, you're playing it safe. And I recognized it was like, oh, it kind of stung a little because it was like, I had, I had a great job. I loved my team, my company, but I'd been there for over a decade and I always had a roommate and it was like, I kind of just got comfortable. I got comfortable with life when I had this desire within me to do more. And so it was like, I got that hit. And then I, it took, it took about nine months after that to actually like leave. Um, and so I left in 2018, but it was like that initial, like, okay, this is it. You got to change and go after what you want. Oh my goodness. Yes. I resonate with that so much. And yeah, for me, I know some people are fine being comfortable. And then for me and seemingly you, once we get comfortable, it's like, oh no, it's time to make a change, get a little bit more uncomfortable. That's so exciting. So can you describe what those nine months were like between the point that you went to that meditation retreat and the time you actually left? Yeah. So I, it was one of those things where I got the hit and then I was like ready when I got home, I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to turn in my notice and take the leap. And then, you know, life kind of starts coming in and I found out I wouldn't get my bonus unless I stayed till the end of the year. And so I was like, okay, you can make it. A, I was like, you've made it 10 years. What's four more months. So then I, I waited for that. And then I enrolled in yoga teacher training and just, it was something that came up and I was like, you know, I've always wanted to do this. Why not? I'll do this now. And then, so finally in January, I turned my notice in and I gave my company a 60 day notice because I'd been with them for a long time and I wanted to finish any projects that I had been like managing and leading, um, and just leave with integrity. And then I ended up staying up until the day before I left. Cause I, it was kind of, again, it was something like, well, if they, if they still need me, still need some support, I can, I can just stay on. But I also at that time, so I had always lived with other people. I'd always had a roommate and, or lived like I lived with my sister and her family for a bit. And so that was part of my comfort. And so in December, end of December, 2017, I got my own solo apartment, moved in knowing that I would be leaving. And so I moved into my own apartment for three and a half months, but it was kind of that kicker that I needed to 
show myself that I could be on my own and do this. So it was like things like looking back, it's like to anybody else, it was like, what was Robin doing? It doesn't make any sense that she's doing yoga teacher training. She knows she's about to leave and go on this trip. She's getting her own apartment. It's like, why, why is she doing all of this? But for me, it were, there were steps that I needed to take. Oh, I love that so much. And that's so important. Like all of these things, when you are straying from the social norm, it's because you're doing it for you. So whatever those steps look like, sometimes it's challenging when people are questioning you or they don't necessarily believe in what you're doing, but having the will to like stay strong and go for it. That's amazing. So yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm so glad you shared all of that. Thank you. And so now walk us through your break. You've stayed and worked up until the day before you left. Where did you go to yoga teacher training? What was next? Yeah. So that was the teacher training was actually in Dallas. So ah. I did that. I did that kind of while, like when I got back from Guatemala, I was kind of like, Oh, I want to do this. And so, um, that led up until I guess up until I left, right before I left, I'd started teaching. And then even then I told them, I was like, I'm leaving, but I'll, I'll teach for a couple months. And, um, but from there, I just, um, I honestly, I had no plan with what I was doing and I knew I wanted to go somewhere. And I had started, I reached out to, I have a couple friends who had traveled the world together for about 18 months. They went all over Southeast Asia. And so Thailand was one of their favorite places. And then I talked to another, I was connected to a, a couple, a nomad couple who um, I met through the world domination summit WDS. And I just reached out to them and was like, Hey, I'm wanting to do this. Cause they were the only people I knew. I didn't know anybody else who was doing anything like this. And I was like, where do you recommend starting out? And so they gave me like three locations and Chiang Mai, Thailand was one of them. And so I was like, okay, that sounds great. I didn't research it or anything. I just, I trusted them. I trusted my friends who had been there and I was like, yeah, that sounds great. So I, I just booked, I booked a one-way ticket to Sydney because I wanted to kind of have like a quote, like little vacation before I started, I'd saved up like all these hotel points and wanted to stay in the park Hyatt next to the opera house. And so I was like, I wanted to start my new life out in style and kind of celebrate the journey. And then, but from there, I only bought for my first year of travel. I only bought one way tickets. I had no plan of where I was going, how long I was staying somewhere. I just kind of allowed life to take me. I love that so much. And like, from my own personal perspective, like that is how I travel now. But when I first started traveling, I had those fears like, oh no, I need to know where I'm going next. Oh no, what if things are sold out? So it's amazing that like you just trusted. And that for me was something I learned during travel, but you already had that in you and that's so cool. And if you were to do it again, would you do this, go about it the same way? I'm, that's my plan in January. Cause I've kind of been grounded since the pandemic hit and I'm, I'm feeling that readiness now to go out. And so I'm, yeah, that's kind of what it's looking like. It's just picking somewhere and going and then seeing what opens up. So exciting. Love it. So can you tell us a bit more about your trip and where you ended up going and where these one-way tickets took you? Yeah. So my first year I, so I did, I was in Australia and then I went to Thailand for a couple months 
And then one of the things that when I started this journey, I set my own intention that I was creating a life of freedom and flexibility. So I could be where I wanted, when I wanted kind of Carmen San Diego, but I, I have five littles. That's why I'm wandering ant. And so I wanted to still be present in their lives. And so I made it where I was like, okay, I want to still come back to the States when there's milestones so I can see them. And so I was, I was kind of hopping all over the place. Um, so I was like Australia to Thailand, to the U S to Mexico, um, to Colombia. And that's where I got connected with, I went to a digital nomad conference, which I didn't even know. It was like, when I got to Thailand, it's one of those things, which I'm sure you can relate to this. And those of you who are, you don't know anybody in your life who has done this and it feels really scary. And that's, that's where I was. I was like, I didn't know anybody who just sold everything, like sold their belongings, their car, everything to start this new life. And and then I get to Thailand and it's like, everybody's a digital nomad. And I'm like, oh, is there this whole world that I didn't even know existed out there? Um, and so through that, I got connected um, to some people who lead a conference for digital nomads and they, it's called seven and seven. And every year they do it on a different continent. And of course it's been paused the past couple of years, but it was in Colombia in 2018. So I was like, oh yeah, I want to go to South America. That sounds fun. So then I, I went to Colombia and, and spent three months in South America after that traveling around. And I don't know, I know very little Spanish. So it was, it was definitely an interesting experience because it's not like if you go to Europe, um, it's very common for people to speak English. So you kind of pick that up and think like, oh, this is how the rest of the world is. Uh, South America was not the case. <laughs> it was like not many people spoke English. So, so it was interesting to navigate that. And I learned a lot of lessons from there. Um, and then after that, I came back to the States for a little bit. And then I ended up going to a wedding in Albania with some nomads that I met who were getting married there. And then, um, went to like back to Europe and then Morocco and, New Zealand and Tunisia. And so kind of was just all over the place. I, I did, I think I did 20 countries in six, in a year and a half. Yeah. That's all so exciting. Oh, I love it so much. And then if you don't mind me asking, I know a lot of people are concerned about budgeting and stuff. And so when you plan spontaneous, well, you don't plan spontaneous travel, when you travel spontaneously, it's a bit more difficult. So how did you go about saving or budgeting or allocating funds for this kind of lifestyle? Yeah. So one, I always tell people, I'm like, I, I'm do what works for you. I understand the way that I did it does not work for everyone because I knew I reached a point with my my job and everything where I knew it was like, I'm never going to save the money. I'm going to keep like signing up for yoga teacher training and other things. It's like, things are going to keep coming up with life. And so I knew I had to just kind of like rip the bandaid and go. So like when I left, I had, I had like one month's pay and $500 in savings and was just full. It's the biggest trust experiment I've ever had in my life. And but it was through that, that I would show up places and I would meet people and they would say like, Oh yeah, I know. So-and-so in this country, you can all connect you. And I would go and like, stay, stay with other people and complete strangers would leave their apartment for me to stay in. 
like one, one girl I met in Peru and she was like, I was going to Argentina and she was like, Oh, my sister lives there. And, um, when I got there, her sister was like, Oh, I'm going to be out of town, but you can still stay at my apartment. And so lodging's a big, a big expense. And I also had through the years had been building up a, like doing travel hacking. So I'd build up, built up a lot of like credit card points. So I didn't pay for, I don't think my first year of travel, I didn't pay for a single flight. It was all points or regional flights I would pay for, but like the long-term long haul flights. Um, and then I would save points for hotels in different places. Um, and then Airbnb, I would stay, but I tried to, that's where I tried to like kind of budget a little more was with lodging. Um, but then most of the places I went to weren't like high dollar places. So, uh, like I waited, I waited a bit before going to Europe, like Australia, of course, was that that's why I called that one, my vacation in the beginning. Um, but it's like, I kind of just like learned along the way. And then I started picking up kind of like freelance work and projects just to sustain. Cause I was pretty clear early on that it was like, I, once I got to Thailand, I knew I wanted to do this long-term. So then I came back and sold my car and then lived off of that for a while. So it was kind of like in stages. Got it. That's awesome. I love it so much because I get this question all the time. Like, how much money do I need to save before I go? And you are the perfect example. And like, sometimes I say it depends on how much you big of a risk taker, risk taker you are and how much you trust, because the fact of the matter is you're never going to run out. You're a resilient human and you're going to figure it out because you have to. Right. So when you trust in the universe that like, it's going to happen for you. And Robin is a great example. So thank you so much for sharing that. And I think that's really exciting to know that you don't have to have all this money stockpiled. You can, that's one way to yeah. do it. And exactly like you said, it's not for everybody, but also it's possible without having that as well. Yeah. And I think that's part of the, I like that you brought that up about, um, it forces you and kind of forces you because we're creatures of comfort mm -hmm. and, it's uncomfortable to not have that security blanket, but there's something that's why I love travel and why I created my business around it. And why I'm sure you did the same was there's no, in my, in my eyes, there's no faster transformation in your life than throwing yourself in a foreign country mm -hmm. and saying like, okay, you've got this, figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. Especially when you're traveling alone, like you, it's all you and yeah. that's all there is to it. Amazing. So you said, as soon as you got to Thailand, you're like, this is it. This is my lifestyle. This is what's going to be moving forward. Before you got to Thailand, were you like, I'm going to have to find another job at some point? Um, so I was kind of at that stage. I was, I had, I had like a little bit, like my first paycheck and a bonus, like, and so I was kind of living off that and thought like, it was when I got to Thailand, that's when I was like, okay. I want to do this. And I knew my resources were running low. So that's when I was like, okay, you don't need a car. If you're going to do this, your car's sitting in Dallas. Why, why do you need it? So that's when I went back and sold that. And then it was kind of kept going. Like I didn't work really the first eight months. Um, I lived off of my car money and then I cashed in my 401k, which again, it's like, I tell people, I'm like, do what works for you because most financial advisors would say like, don't do that. Don't absolutely don't. But 
again, it was like, I was living my dream and I wanted to keep living it. And I wasn't ready to go back. It's like after working over a decade in corporate, you're just like, you reach a point where you're like, I got to figure out who I am, what I'm doing with my life, what type of work I want to do. So I just kind of wanted to take that break. Yeah, absolutely. And you went, you did what it took in order to keep doing that. And so awesome. So in your travels, is there a country or a city that surprised you the most? Ah, yeah, I think Tunisia, well, Africa in general, like going to Morocco and Tunisia was kind of a wild card. I just saw that um, there was a cheap flight there. And I was like, Oh, I don't know anything about Tunisia. And my sister happened to know somebody who's from there and lives there. So I automatically had a connection, but it was like going there. I had no idea that it has the Arab influence, but then it also has a big, like a heavy French influence. So they speak both French and Arabic there. Those are like their two primary languages. And so it was really cool, like seeing the blending of cultures there. And it was, it was just like, such an unexpected place. And the people were just so, so joyful and hospitable and beautiful in general. Ah, I love that. I love hearing about places that people don't typically travel to on vacation or on a break. So that's awesome. And can you tell us more about your business and at what point did, was your business born and how did you really come up with the idea and just lay it all out there. Tell us everything. Yeah. So, so it kind of evolved through just through my travels, but I wasn't really clear what I was going to do. And so I did start picking up some different freelance and contract opportunities, just using like my marketing background. Um, and then in 2019, I launched wandering ant travels and I was like, Oh, well, people are always asking me questions about trips. So I might as well make money off of it. So I started planning like designing, I called it travel design. So I would design trips based on people's why. So I did that for almost a year until COVID hit. And then it's like people, you know, everybody was canceling trips. And then that kind of forced me to pivot again. And at that point I was back in Dallas and I'd moved in with my sister and her family because I didn't have any other space anymore. And so I, I had enrolled in a coaching program in 2019 to become a certified retreat leader. And so I knew that I knew I wanted to lead retreats and do something with travel, but I still wasn't clear. And again, it was another like meditation. I got this full download to lead solo experiences. And what I call is solo S O U L O. And it's cause it's like a soul level and take people on these journeys and give them like an experience of what it's like to be a nomad without kind of like, if they're not ready to commit to that or commit to solo travel. So I, I designed this whole thing and I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then the pandemic hit. So, so I'm excited in 2022 to be like fully launching this. And the idea is really to get people comfortable, like I say, comfortable with the uncomfortable and gain confidence in themselves. So I'm going to send them out like on, we'll be in a group, but I'm going to send them out on challenges and have them get like, go to a cafe by yourself, go to a museum by yourself, like do like do something. And then if they're really like, Oh, I can't do this. Then they have people in the group, but I really want to empower others to 
just take that step because then it translates into other areas of your life. And then the eventual goal too is to design like a solo trip or a pilgrimage for someone so that they really can go off on their own to another country and say like, wow, I did that. Wow. I love that so much. What a cool idea. And like, what a perfect stepping stone into potentially a life of solo travel. Cause I mean, like we've been saying all along, it's not for everyone, but if you think it might be for you, what a great way to try it out in a safe environment with an experienced leader. So that's super cool. Oh, I'm so excited for you. Do you have any initial destinations in mind? I'm still kind of leaning in depending on like restrictions, but, um, Chile is definitely somewhere I'm thinking that'll be like end of 2022 because Patagonia is just reopening. And that was one of my most profound journeys during my solo travels. Um, so I want to take people like on nature experiences too, but I'm also leaning into Morocco as a possibility for maybe my first trip. So yeah, I'm like, that's like the first time I've said that out loud, but I'm like, okay, I think that's kind of what I'm leaning into. That sounds amazing. That's so cool. And I'm so excited for you. So for anyone listening, who's like thinking about this, thinking about maybe quitting their job to travel, thinking about the digital nomad lifestyle, or just a break in general, do you have one tip you could offer? Yeah, I, um, hmm, one tip I would say to see, like follow your curiosity and reach out, like know that you're, you may feel alone in your community and people may think you're crazy for wanting to do something like this, but know that when people respond to you, if they do respond out of fear or should, shouldn't like shooting you and saying like, no, you shouldn't be doing this, or you should be saving X amount of money or whatever, know that that advice is coming from their own fears and their own projection. So just take it all with a grain of salt and really follow like what your heart is telling you. Great advice. That's definitely something I wish I knew when I was first starting out on my solo travels, but I've learned along the way, but it's, that's great. Just upfront advice. All right. And then knowing everything, you know, now, if you found yourself back in 2017, would you do it again? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yes. Awesome. So that seems to be the consensus. Nobody really regrets quitting their job to see more of the world. That's amazing. So Robin, thank you so, so much for being here. If people want to learn more about you, can you, I'll link it in the show notes, but where can people find you and find more about your solo experiences and all that good stuff? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, my website and social media handles, Instagram, Facebook is all wandering ant, A-U-N-T. So that's wanderingant.com. And you can also on my site, if you're interested in joining a wait list to learn about the solo experiences and when I'll launch, you can join that as well. Amazing. So everyone be sure to check that out. Robin, thank you so much for being here. I really enjoyed speaking with you. I feel like I resonated with everything you said. And so it's just, really great having like-minded people on here to have these conversations and show others that it totally is possible. So thank you again. I really appreciate it. And 
to everyone listening, thank you for tuning in today and I will see you on the next episode. A career break is more than escaping reality for a short time. It's an intentional break that will help you recover from the corporate burnout, fuel your inspiration through exploration, and ignite your fire for life. The next round of my signature program, Career Break Bootcamp, will be back this December. If you dream about leaving your job in exchange for some full-time travel, but don't know how to get started, this program is for you. You can find the link to hop on the waitlist inside the show notes so that you don't miss out. This is your life. What are you waiting for? Thank you for tuning in to the Travel Possibilities Podcast. If you liked what you heard, I would be so thankful for your positive review on Apple Podcasts so I can keep the episodes coming. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra tips and travel inspiration on Instagram by following me at The Travel Shifters or by visiting my website at travelshifters.com. Thank you so much for being here and I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss it.